Vénganse, vénganse, vénganse. Vamos a jugar hoy, hoy, hoy. Vamos a cantar hoy, hoy, hoy. Vamos a llorar hoy, hoy, hoy. Vamos a fumar hoy, hoy, hoy. Vamos a jugar hoy, hoy, hoy. Vamos a cantar hoy, hoy, hoy. Vamos a fumar hoy, hoy, hoy. Vamos a tomar hoy, hoy, hoy. Beautiful people of the world. I'm Natalie. I'm Ricky. We are on this frequency along with Raymond Andrew producing us, making sure we're good. What up? How you doing? I'm good. Burrito's good? Fire. I know it. Shout I just out, know it. Shout out to La Señora de la Casa. La Señora, uh, my mother-in-law, she makes the best burritos. She does. Her bean burritos are so good. They are. You know what? Some, mm. Someone had mentioned Papa Tacos the other day, but... Mm. This fucking pop-up burrito. That was good. That shit shits on everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. So, we've had a good rainy week. It's still raining here in the beautiful Southern California. We, you know what? I love it. And I love it only here. And and it just isn't rain enough. So, it's very memeable because everyone in Southern California goes outside. We're like, oh my God, look at it's raining. And we all go out and we take pictures of it like real idiots so my (laughs) my middle daughter turned her birthday was yesterday she's 21 now happy birthday alina happy birthday alina she was her birthday party was supposed to be this saturday yeah this is this big old thing ray was gonna dj yeah tables and heaters and all that stuff and then it was like we're gonna cancel because it's gonna be 47 degrees yeah it's gonna be near lower than that yeah hell no we canceled and I know she wanted to have like a nice, oh, uh, yeah. formal, mm-hmm. right, event. So good. I'm glad that she's still doing it though. So good for her. Yes. Good for I'm you, Lena. Good for her. So what do we got? <sighs> a lot of shit. Yeah. I always appreciate the conversations that we have mm-hmm. before we record. Yeah. Because it's your pre-therapy session. Yeah. Well, that that the pre pre-conversation really just amped me up i'm on fire right now you're on fire i have oh, a lot God, to no. say okay. <laughs> <laughs> well i do but also, i'm gonna need to simmer down so <laughs> i do want to also mention because one of the things that we were talking about and again because i'm gonna drop this again the salmon ray podcast yes you need to check it out because it never fails so salmon ray ray's our producer it's it's a podcast with his wife yeah but it's very uh raw and honest yeah and just random also right but it's hilarious at the same time yeah i'm always cracking up their relationship is so fun i um yeah i i I look up to you guys relationship wise says who (laughs) (laughs) oh i think i mean that's the perception right that's what i feel i i think it's fun for you guys because you guys are seeing that it's not like it's the beauty and the chaos i guess Mm -hmm. you know because we don't we don't hide back from anything we don't i mean hide back we don't hold, hold back. back yeah we don't hold back from that stuff like it's just like it is what it is that's why we always we've always said we're not going to give you relationship advice but we'll uh-huh. tell you how we've gone through our mm-hmm. shit and yeah we, we've gone through some shit so it's, it is what it is and either like it or love it if you don't i'm not mad at you i'm yeah. still gonna talk my shit right <laughs> and and i can appreciate something like that because 
you there are a lot of people and a lot of podcasts that will give oh look this is how you be in a relationship mm-hmm. you do one step one step two but i you guys make me feel like okay i'm not crazy you no, know what i mean right uh, or maybe i am but no, no, no. First, first of all you are crazy <laughs> yeah but so are we we're all fucking crazy anybody yeah. that says that they have that shit locked down pack yeah and and anyone who's not in a relationship, don't feel like you're missing out on anything because right. you're really not. Yeah. Because just as hard as just as hard as it is to get into a relationship and want to be with that person, mm. there's also all those tribulations that you got to fucking deal with. Yeah. Mm. And it's that's not the fun part. That shit's right. like fuck, man. Got to deal with this shit again. Yeah. 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 It's not easy. Being I in a relationship. I was catching up with a a good friend of mine, <clears throat> and she's in a. She's in a challenging relationship. Like it's not Oof. good. Like she should, she should have already left her partner. Mm. They have kids, and and she knows it. She knows that she should have left a long time ago. She's not happy. The kids are nobody's happy. Leave that man, girl. If you're <laughs> listening, leave that man. Leave that. Excuse me, Jesus. Leave that man. But she looked at me just so like vulnerable and vulnerably, and said. Oh. I don't want to end up alone. She's mm. like, I'm already older. I don't want to be by myself. So I'm like, damn, you'd rather be in a terrible relationship than be on your own. And you don't even know what's going to happen. You could be on your own for a little bit and then find somebody else. Like yeah. somebody wonderful. Yeah. You don't know that, but give yourself that shot. And then it came down to, it was a pretty deep conversation too. just hurt low self-esteem like her really believing that this was the best she could do like this was it for her and that was a rough that was rough yeah but i understood a lot of kind of what she was saying and the fear of the unknown the fear of the unknown which and just to talk about relationships we did a wedding on tuesday Mm. in palm on a tuesday in palm springs yeah it was the smallest wedding we've ever done it was only 22 people wow it was beautiful and I'm always a sucker. I'm always crying at the ceremony oh, like, yeah. oh, my God, this is beautiful. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it was a very intimate wedding. And this first time I've ever seen this, the, what do you call the ordained minister? Like the person mm-hmm. that marries you? Or the, yeah. That's an ordained oh, minister, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So she comes out. So everybody's sitting down. Bride and groom are at, in their positions. And then she faces the audience. She faces the guests. Oh. And she pretty much tells them, like, her speech was beautiful, but says, you are the community to mm. this couple. They trusted you, you know, being here. They love mm. you. They're a deep. You guys have deep relationships. And she says, are you willing, something I'm paraphrasing, are you willing to continue to commit your friendships with them Ooh. and weather with them any upset? Oh, it, it was. Oh, I that's ste- a good one. I stepped one. out because I wanted to hear everything. And so she made the whole crowd say, we do. And so everybody <gasps> said we do. And then she turned around and she married the couple. Oh, how It was sweet. wonderful. But That's different. That's powerful. It yeah. was very powerful That's because really powerful. It, it is because th- there's your village. There's your tribe. Yeah. These are and the it's select a commitment. people. And it should be like that. You should be able mm-hmm. to lean on, on your, your people like that. You know, yeah. that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. But so later on, and I went out of my way to tell her, everybody who spoke about the couple, it, it was just like, Jesus, who are these people, right? Yeah. I had no idea that she had five children. Oh. Young woman, just vibrant, beautiful. And I was like, she has five kids? Like, what the hell? How? Where? Yeah. So she just told me a really beautiful story that 
she had really given up on love. Like, that was it. She was done. She's been raising her kids, tired. It just, she'd given up. That was it. And then she decided that she was going to um, just focus on herself, not date for five years. Yeah. She was going to learn how to be in her body and be herself. Mm. And um, she's like, you know, I took dancing classes by myself, uh, running classes. I went on vacation by myself. I did all of that stuff. And she said, and out of nowhere. <gasps> I love this story. Out of nowhere, she says, I met, you know, my husband. She goes, and he wasn't looking for anything either. He wasn't looking for anything. I wasn't looking for anything. And it just happened. Mm-hmm. And when it happens, you're going to know immediately. But she said, she goes, when you do those things for yourself, when you really get that recipe down, the energy that you give out is now lending itself to attract the correct person yes. that's going to know what to do with everything you've just done. Yes. Yes. I was like, dang, I need to write I that down. I love that. That is beautiful. I, I have I can't I have countless friends um and relatives that will tell me the same thing. You know what? Exactly what you just said. I was working on myself. I wasn't looking for anything. Yep. I was pouring into me and I wasn't expecting this person and voila. And they're happened. here and now we're married and we have x y and z together it's oh that's so beautiful it was I beautiful that. i was really moved by that and so and of course she's like if you're a woman of god you know that you have to have believe that yeah, you have, you have that all in you so it was i really appreciated that whole wedding it was spoke a lot to me yeah it oh, really did. congratulations to them yeah can we invite them on the podcast <laughs> 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 let's talk about this <laughs> you still have all the information right cool. yeah yes <laughs> everything is cool we're gonna keep in touch but it does um, kind of touch on something right because i'm thinking now of all the weddings that we've done and i wonder like how many people have stayed together because mm. you you look at them everything looks good feels good sounds good you're rooting for them yeah. that's how it, it's presented, right? Like, that's the perception that you that you have, right? And then, because you don't really know somebody, right? Like, until, oh, no, I, I don't think you ever really know anybody, yeah, right? But uh, we were talking about um, my second ex-husband a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm, Who mm-hmm. his future wife just found out that he had been incarcerated and that he had mm-hmm. a whole family here now she's discovering something about this person she had no clue about. Like, right. what the heck, right? right? So there's so many examples of of things like that about you don't really know somebody. Yeah. Ever. And, right. You'll never really know a person. A person. So this morning, this must have been like, I don't know, six in the morning, I found this movie because I think now it all kind of ties together about not knowing who we are or people lying to us about who they are. Yeah. A movie called uh, My Old School. It's on Hulu. And I sent it to Ray and Natalie. And I was like, you guys need to watch this. Yeah. It kind of just blew my mind a little bit. And it was a surprising, interesting film. That was a documentary. Yeah. I had never seen an animated documentary. Yeah, it was interesting the way that that they made it. That actually threw me off because I'm not. The animation? I'm not. I hate animated really like shows and, mm. and movies like i'm not big and so when you sent it to me and i seen i saw i seen like the, the oh, cover shit. right and i was just like oh okay what's this and then so i started watching it i'm not gonna lie like the first 10 15 minutes i was not connected to it yeah <laughs> thank was, god you hung on but i was well yeah you had asked me to i mean yeah. <laughs> <laughs> men do sorry women ask them to do <laughs> thank you Ray. thank you Ray. <laughs> thank you but 
because so, it was actually really fucking good. There was like yes, it was a it was a fucking onion. It was a it was, the it movie was, a, was the, an onion. The movie was a fucking onion, and not because it stunk and it was whack. It was an <laughs> onion because there was fucking layers to yeah. it. It was yeah. dope. Yeah, I, and it it was so good that it actually like in my thought process said, "Fuck the cartoon, I don't care." I gotta keep watching this. Yeah, it overrode it. Um, can you describe the movie? How would you describe the movie to people who haven't seen it? What would yes, you say I mean, it's about? Not really knowing a person. Not really knowing a person. I had so many questions, though, because, you know, so it told you about this person's... Are we spoiling this for people? Oh, I don't care if we're spoiling yeah, it. If, it's if, important. We're spoiling, yeah. right? I'm get, get what we're saying, but also go watch it. Yeah, yes, even watch what it. we're saying, the context that we give will actually... It, it, it will be supported by everything you see in yeah. it. So you, everybody already knows the ending. It's in the news. Yeah, it oh, is yeah, in you're right, 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 you're right. <laughs> That's right. So at first I was, at, when they first introduced it, oh yeah, Brandon Lee. And I was like, who the fuck is Brandon Lee? And then, oh yeah, he just died. Um, Cause this is in the nineties. Right. And he had died on the set of the crow. Mm -hmm. So then I look it up and I'm like, who, who, who Wait, you, so you're Googling while you're watching? Yeah, yeah, because I wanted to know who this person was and how this was relative. And then my mind goes, is he still alive? So I go down that rabbit hole for like 30 minutes. I was really set on this guy was actually Brandon Lee from The Crow. Are you serious? Yeah. So that's why when you came over and you asked me about the movie, I was like, wait, so he's not Brandon Lee? <laughs> okay, no, so it lost me. That's a very interesting take because I didn't even think about it that way. Yeah, I didn't either. But that but that comes from her perspective of not knowing who Brandon Lee was in yeah. general. Because yeah. I knew who Brandon Lee was, so I was just like, that's definitely not Brandon Lee. Okay. But... I had I, no idea who Brandon Lee but was. But your, your perspective is... It's not off. It's not off at all. But so what the movie is essentially about, it's about a man who, um, getting out of high school, didn't get accepted to medical school. Medical yeah. school, right? Yeah. He was really bummed out about it. And then this high school person now, 30 years later, or not 30, he's 30 years old now. Right. 15 years later. And he wants a second shot. He wants yeah. to try to... Go back to high school to try to get back into, into that medical med school. school. Makes up a completely different name. Mm -hmm. Convinces the staff that he, that this 30-year-old person is really a, a, like, 16. a 16, 17-year-old <laughs> kid. Which he looked like it, he though. He did. Too. He didn't. Yeah. He, now, if that was me, like I'm, I'm 37, so it's, or 36, I don't know, I'm old. Regardless, if, like, if I would go back to a high school, they'd be like, okay, Hell you may no. not be that old, but you're definitely not this young. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, yeah. He very much looked apart. Yeah. But so the story continues with now this, you have this adult person that mm -hmm. everybody thinks is a whole different person. Everybody thinks he's Brandon Lee right. and, you know, but everybody becomes, they all become friends. Like these kids yeah. actually gravitate towards him. Yeah. And... I was very impressed with one relate one friend in particular that he helped out a mm. lot. Like mm. it was, he made an impression on everybody. He was in the school play. Yeah, he did all kinds of things. Yeah, that part was the creepy part to me. It was the creepy part because at the end, so like the homegirl that was in it and she was talking about it. She yeah, was, it was, the, the whole time she has spoke about it, she was just saying it was yeah. like a peck. A peck. Yeah, barely a so, peck. Yeah, so we're like, oh, it's a peck. And then they when they replayed the actual footage of the, they were making out. It was a passionate yeah. kiss. It, yeah. Okay, so and and I understand acting like right. It's mm -hmm. it's a passionate kiss, 
But that passionate kiss led to two more it extra did. kisses. Yeah, it did. Which is one of those things where it's like, you got to kind of know, like, that locks in the, the audience, Spark. right? Yeah. Like, oh, shit, this is, wait a minute, this is this is just a show. But, yeah. like, he like he got the first one out, pulled back, looked at her, yeah, and went in for the second one. So it was just like, yo, dog. Like, and the same, because even her, when she explained it, she was just like, I'm just. She wasn't shocked that yeah, it played shocked. out that way. But, but see, so well, that was like the turning point for me okay. where I realized we all remembered things our own way. Yes. yes. 100%. Because she was in it. Like yeah. she was, that was her. And for her to not realize that, like, so if any of you guys watch it, if you see the pet, like her comparing a peck, a peck would be like, hey, kiss on the cheek. Like, what's yeah. up, girls? How you yeah. guys been? Yeah. Smooch, smooch. You go in and you get out. Get yeah. out, right? It was quick. In that her eyes. That wasn't a quick ass kiss. That was like almost one of the ones I be I get my wife to let her know. <laughs> yeah, what's up, yeah. You know? Wait, like, but and and the stranger thing about it is once you learn the truth about everything, you discover that it's a thirty year old man yeah. kissing a sixteen year old girl. Which ironically, I forgot. Was it that were they a couple? The Indian couple. I thought they were. And he was like, he goes, legally, it's okay because right. uh, obviously geographically where they're at, sixteen is an adult, right? Right. He goes, but morally, I was like, man, you like morally. you're thirty, man. Because I even thought I was like, oh, that, that's fucking weird. Yeah. That's like, that's like if I was just to fucking come and do a show and and fucking mm. plant one on one of your daughters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that's right. That yeah. would be fucking. That's yeah, like, no, oh, that what the fuck weird. is that? Yeah. That was weird. But so, I guess in the end, when you watch it, you you want to be upset that this happened, right? You want to be upset that this person lied to everybody mm-hmm. and put on this grand show that everybody believed the mm-hmm. school the community the kids yeah. for parents everybody believed this yeah you want to be upset that he pulled one over everyone right yeah because he wanted to just p- get into medical school that's right. all he wanted right that's all he wanted and he did all this this the entire show. escapade this yeah. entire show you want to be what? mad. You want to be mad. Well, yeah, I wanted to be mad too. And then at the end, they do say, you know, he didn't, charges weren't pressed. No nope. one did anything about it. But then like, what do you, what do I charge you for, for lying? Yeah, because yeah, technically <laughs> like, he what? didn't commit a crime. He just went to school. <laughs> well, he lied about his age. He lied about who he was. Like right. he was a completely different. He falsified different documents. Falsified passports. documents. All of that. All of that was, was not real. But there, what got me was, what is our reality? Like, what is the truth? And that's why mm. I always say, like, the truth is what you believe, no matter what. If it's black, brown, blue, and that's what's in front I'm of glad you, you brought you're that seeing up. these other colors. Yes. That's, there's a, there's a character, not a character, there's a person in there that he helped from being bullied. And they yeah. became friends. Like, they became really, really good friends. And he says, he says something like, yeah, that was wrong. He goes, but wasn't he still a person like he's still mm. what is a person yeah and it's hard because he it still wasn't right he did right by this person but look at how karma got in the way or intervened right because he still didn't go to medical school and he and still th- hasn't and said gone. and they said that like he he didn't get he doesn't have like a stable job or didn't have stable jobs throughout and that they and would was find him at of, the library yeah. trying to apply to yeah. medical school so I was like so Damn. sad um but you said something about uh what is your reality right i had so many questions and this is just my 
my analyst logical trying to figure out where he came from, how he grew up. I have a lot of questions about the mom who because they didn't know if she was in on it. Yeah. Until they yeah. started breaking it down. Because yes. even even when they were asking like amongst that part where they're like, well, was the mom in on it? No, because. Yeah. But it's just like when you start thinking about it, like they said. Well, the mom was the grandma, no? Or yeah, she she technically played the grandma, and then right. so when he called the his teacher or the school, and he had a, the teacher had to tell him about his dad. It was in reality the grand because they're like, "Oh, your grandma's on the phone. She needs to tell you." It was it. the mom, and it was the mom the whole time. Oh, that that's was, right. Yeah. So she knew. But so my I, my I other question though too was, so was the dad alive when she called? I think he was. I think he was. I think it said on there he didn't die till three years after that. After all mm-hmm. the the chaos. Mm-hmm. Wow. After they See, called. That's, yeah, that's the, that's the part that got me confused. I was like, so did he die? Did he not die? When did he die? Like, true. That must have been when I went to go flip my tortilla con huevo. Oh, good. <laughs> but but he, there's a there's a part in there. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. You were talking about reality. Or did you answer your question? Ask your question. Well, y- well, yeah, because so what were the parents and I'm going to include the dad in this. What were the parents telling this guy about his life and egging him on to believe that he can go back to high school so that he can go back to medical school? I don't think that they were thinking or, about I don't think you know? that his parents were thinking like, oh, yeah, I'm good with you doing this. plan. I don't think they gave a shit about the plan. I think they just wanted him to go to medical school. Like, do whatever you got to do, whatever it takes to get you back to Do you think school. the dad knew? No. I don't think he knew. Either. I don't think he knew at all. Well, because... They, 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 they had to have been estranged somehow, yes. right? So, but... did He obviously found out when we found out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So, or when... The when it was on the news. Yeah, yeah. So... Because the mom was, like, on it. She was. Because even when um, this, that same guy that you're talking about, that he helped out a lot, yeah. he was like, like, he called her granny. Mm, that's oh, right. When yeah. they would go over. Yes. And yeah. she would play to it. And yeah. she called him Brandon. She, like, so she, like, she you knows. have to have been a part of it to just, I, I can't imagine a 30 some year old being like, hey, mom, just call me Brandon in front of these people. Yeah. But no. my name is really I don't know, Brian or whatever. It was Brian, actually. His real name Brian was Brian. McCain. Yes. Which, that was the crazy part, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that one was, of, what a strange coincidence. One of his classmates was Brian McKinnon. And Same <laughs> exact name. That's wild. Which that is, is He wild. says he was panicking yeah. when they're like, oh, my God, they know. And then he's like, no, it's me. But you know what? It makes me think, like, now that I'm thinking about it a little bit more, I think he, I think he probably, his whole purpose was to please his mom like to do what the mom wanted i don't think he but wasn't that the dad's wish mm-hmm. yes that was the, the dad's, dad's dying wish. wish was for him to how go to medical how do we know school? that it was his dying wish oh yeah technically right technically it, you that's don't. just another layer we just that's um, what i'm um, saying you don't so it could have oh, just been shit. the mom but but you know how like i'm trying to think of the murderers or the serial killers that had mom issues mm. i'm thinking about what's that show you that we watched Dahmer. Um, yeah right I'm thinking maybe, oh, maybe yeah. he's, he was so, I, I'm curious about his childhood. Like, what yeah. did you hear growing up, growing up that you, maybe you weren't good enough. Maybe you, you weren't accepted the way you were. That you fucking, that your plan to get into medical school right. was to completely make up a, a whole other person. Right? Maybe it was the opposite. What do you mean? Because he was so determined that when someone told him no. Right. 
it took him to that like psychotic extent. Obsessive. Right? Because maybe his mom wasn't telling him that he wasn't good enough. Maybe she was telling him that he was better than he was. Mm, I don't think no. so. Because, I, I think because, I think mom was shitting on him. Because how do you how do you take that? Like as a parent you would give your, your child the reality, right? Like this is what it is. Yeah. You you would still want to instill some type of hope or some type of but at a certain point you just ain't cut out for that son. I'm yeah, sorry. You know what can't I mean? go to medical school. Choose another field. And, right. And, so that's and like, I feel maybe perhaps he was saying or she was saying they don't know what the fuck they're talking about because that was his complaint that that they pretty much like they dogged his ass. Yeah, he got cheated of it. And, and that goes to the other question that Natalie had asked about the, our reality. Like, what's our reality? Yeah. Like, even if we know our reality, the fucked up part about it is our reality if we allow it to be, would be determined by what other people say we can or can't do. Mm-hmm. Because even if that was his reality, right, it it got him to the point of being so obsessed with it because they told him he couldn't do it. Yeah. All right. So you just, you have blinders on and you're just going with it. And it sucks because like when you tell someone they can't do something, you know what I mean? Because he was intelligent. He was an intelligent he, man. Yeah, he knew his shit. And he... You have to be intelligent in order to fool 40 plus fucking faculty members that taught you 15 years prior to that. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Because none of them fucking realized it. But the way his ass got caught was dumb. And it was such yeah. a simple. Yeah. Such a simple. It was the passport thing, right? Yeah. Or the, the travel. Well, that yeah, because there was two stories. To yeah. It that supposedly there's like an altercation. But then it was the the true story was the second one, right? Where him and that girl like. Oh, yeah. She fucking went off on him and it just turned into something and she just had oh like and then the mom told the yeah. school or something like that yeah, right it, it turned into like so there's that's what you that tripped me out about the whole the whole documentary i guess you would call it right mm-hmm. was that there are so many fucking stories and they yeah. all they all knew all the stories yeah they did yeah. it's not like oh well no this was my story and then, then like everybody that was in that group knew Every, yeah. all the fucking stories and they yeah. had the actual people everybody that they were interviewing and that they were speaking they were all the only person that was not real ironically right was the main character the brandon lee brian guy he was played by an actor mm-hmm. it was his audio that was used but the actor was lip-syncing yeah the whole thing yeah right because he didn't want to be on camera because now nobody knows where he's at and he doesn't want to be seen in public so now i was telling Ray, i was like what if he got like a face change or yes. something and he's going to try again? Yeah. Like, I just, well, that's how, is. that's how it wraps up. <coughs> yeah. And the eyes, it's like, cause ironically his eyes look just like homeboy's eyes that played on. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's why I was just like, wait, yeah, how do you know it yeah. wasn't him? <laughs> yeah. Like, how do you know it wasn't him? And it could be, we never, we don't know. Cause then it's like, well, see now people are going to be like, man, you guys fucking smoke a lot. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it, what if we look at it and say, what if that is him? Right, because to, for an actor to lip sync the audio, all yeah. that shit was fucking insane. That had to yeah. take that had to take a minute. That had to, to get it right. Minute. Yeah, but I insane. I have a lot of compassion for him. Like I I feel bad for him. It was like I was I was low key rooting for him. Like I want you to get into medical school until he kissed a girl. Yeah, he listened to too much Little Mermaid. <laughs> Sebastian was all up in his ear, Keisty girl. Oh my god, and he did. He went in, but I did. I wanted him to. I'm not mad at him for you lying know to I'm, everybody. I'm with you on that part. It was 
It was the kiss that fucked it up. <laughs> swear. But he had to do it, Ray. Right? Well, no, actually, he could have just pecked it. He could have just been a peck. It didn't have to be like. And a he was one. like the documentary does say they do mention that he was trying to avoid it and he didn't want to kiss her. But that's a part of wanting to belong and wanting to be loved. Peer pressure. Mm. But ironically, it's it it kind of goes with what you were saying about um that couple and how that lady was saying she wasn't looking for anything. Right. Right. So this second time around, his whole purpose was the goal of become being in the medical field. Right. And through all that, without trying. He gained all these fucking friends. He Everybody did. wanted to be with him. Because yeah. that's not what he wanted and that's not what he was trying to do. Yeah. He just knew what he wanted. Yeah. And everything else just kind of fell into his lap. That's the irony. That's when you that's why when you were telling me, I was like, hey, I like that segue you just put together there. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about it because at the end of the day, like when uh, I there was a, a a technician a long time ago, he was just this older humble uh, guy from not, old man from like Wisconsin or something like that. I don't remember mm-hmm. where he was from. Mm-hmm. Lived a very quiet life. Just, you know, all American. Just a, just a beautiful, soft man, right? Okay. When he died, like, and his family went into his apartment, like, he, I think he was gay and he had all these like uh, S&M stuff, like all leather everywhere, like all these all no of these things. Way. And they had no idea. Had no clue. Wow. So that's what I'm saying. Like you we don't really we know don't Kevin. know people and I'm not even gonna get mad at you if mm. you made me feel a certain way while I was under the impression that you were somebody else. Yeah. So let me ask you guys this. He gets his medical degree. Okay. You guys allow him to perform a medical procedure on you guys or do your doctor be your physician your physician or whatever the case is? I think I would. I think I would, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because so long as you know your shit, right? Yeah. But how do you know that he knows? His how do you well, know any point, doctor? And yeah. at this point, yeah, how do you know any doctor does, right? Right. You don't know if somebody just slapped on a whatever the doctors wear and yeah. jump right. You don't know that. You it's know, like the guy, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character in Catch Me If You Can. Oh, and how yeah, he was yeah. always, he was a, a pon- is it a Ponzi scheme? something like that i don't know but he was a a whole he wore a whole bunch of different hats and then it took years for the fbi or whoever the powers that be to catch him but you don't he went on to do all of these things yeah nobody knew that he wasn't a doctor it, it sucks that people have to do that yeah you know what i mean because it's like it we are a few episodes back we talked about lying yep like some somehow even through all the truth that he had, yeah. he had to figure out that, man, I had to lie about all this. Yeah. And they always say lies catch up with you. Obviously, it did on his time and time again. On his it vacation will show. or his, uh, what, do they, what do they call it over there? Holiday. Holidays. Holiday. Holiday. Yeah. Holiday. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why we don't call it a holiday so, here. So let me ask you both this. If you had an opportunity or a time in your life where you could go back, and be a completely different person. What time and what would you? What would be different? Like, what would you do differently? Ooh, or what would be the goal? I guess. That's I, a good one. I it probably one. wouldn't have gone to college to pursue a criminal justice degree. But then I don't know what else I would do, otherwise. 
See, that's that's the tricky part, right? Yeah. Because it's like you go through what you went through. Yeah. And you are where you are for a reason. Yeah. Right? Because even though that's what you went to school for, you still learned something. Yeah. That you're able to apply to Everything. where you're at now. You know, mm-hmm. so that's that. I think that's what makes it such a fucking hard question because you're like, yeah. I don't know if I should. Yeah. What would I be? Well, yeah. What would I be? I could, I could tell you for sure. Like, I remember when I was in high school, I used to play basketball religiously. So I used to always want to be in the nba yeah five eight five nine not gonna make it in the nba <laughs> right. but i mean if, if you would have gave me a few more inches yeah then pause then <laughs> <laughs> yeah. then maybe i could have made it to the nba but i don't yeah. know but it, it did are, make are me you speaking in in terms of like who we are now or if you're saying like timeline wise like go I don't even know because now I'm just thinking like he made a whole name for himself and like l- just was a different person than he was. So it, it makes me think like, well, if I if I could make myself somebody right now, what would my name be and what would I want to do? So what would that be? I don't yeah. know. Rochelle, definitely. That's my wife's middle name. I know. <laughs> Rochelle. Rochelle. <laughs> so I think I get that often, but <clears throat> I don't know. It makes me think about my alter ego. Like, well, who is that? alter ego that i have within me that would love to just storm out of my current state yeah. what, what about your current state now maybe you are living in your alter ego i am living in my alter ego maybe i because, think so because I think you've I been am. conditioned yep. i guess you would say yeah to be something and even though you've done it mm-hmm. now you're living in a totally different life and that life that you live now, it could be your alter ego. It could mm. be all the things that you wish you wanted to do or, or dreamt about doing. So that's actually a maybe really that's point. why it's kind of hard for you to figure it out because maybe that's what you're doing now. Yeah. Hmm. That's Meaning a good point. that I'm trying to get out of my alter ego right now? Do you, no, you don't have to get out of it. You're in it. Perhaps you're in it. Maybe I am. That's why I'm saying because you, you proposed that question to Natalie and myself. And when we ask you, you don't even know, right? So you can't, you, you couldn't propose that question and not have thought about it all day. Yeah. No, but now I'm curious about if, whether or not I am living in my alter ego. Yeah. That's a really good question. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely living non-traditionally, right? Well, at one point you were. Yeah. Now you're a little settled in, and like you. And what I mean is. Um, traditional would be like, oh, you have a, a stable job and you have your home and you do things in a certain way. Yeah, definitely. Where Different. where it would be for the average person, it's, well, no, we have our own house and we don't have our creativity only uh, happens on the weekends from 8 to 9 p.m. And, and it's just that's a hobby. It. It's just a just hobby. Just a hobby. <laughs> where you, where you, you do your hobby. You, you, your, your job is your hobby. Yes. We had, the, I remember I sent you that text yes. message. I had a client um, sit in my chair the other day and he was referred to me from another client and I was just chopping him and all of a sudden he's like, hey, he goes, I heard you uh, DJ at Dodger Stadium sometimes. And I was like, yeah, I do. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't bring it up. He brought it up. So I was right. just like, yeah, yeah. That's what I, I do from time to time. Yeah. And then we're going, like, I'm talking about other things. He goes, man, that's so dope to be able to, like, do a little side thing on the side. Yeah. And in my head, I was thinking, like, I don't know if you realize it's not little. Yeah. And it's not a side thing, bro. Mm -mm. Yeah. Like, the life that we live is not, 
it doesn't it doesn't offer the ability to have something on the side it's all just collective yeah right so like me i cut hair Mm -hmm. as the the day job in a sense right but then i'm djing and i'm doing my photography and my video work so it's just like mm, collectively i know when i do my taxes it all falls (laughs) under the same umbrella yeah so i wouldn't call it a side thing you know what i mean because at the end of the day yeah they're not taking from for i i got to do everything as an individual person as a business so Mm -hmm. it's kind of hard for me to wrap my my head around someone saying oh it's a little it's a little side it's a hot or it's it's your hobby yeah you're like oh you get paid for your hobby it's like yeah sometimes more than what i get paid for my job (laughs) if you if i'm gonna say it in the way you look at it right right so it's like like, at what point do you stop saying it's a hobby yeah and that's what you got to look at so your reality was Mm -hmm. living the nine to five having beautiful right it was different (laughs) just different it was different yes and now you're doing it but you're also you had to make that adjustment which i remember when we first had that conversation about you stepping out of that Mm -hmm. i had told you like look i've been doing this for going on 10 years right it's not easy it's not comfortable you're not gonna you're never at ease you're Mm -hmm. never at ease because you don't know that th- that tomorrow is going to be mm-hmm. if if us as humans don't know that tomorrow is promised for life yeah. how the fuck oh. are you going to know that tomorrow is promised financially yeah. right yeah right so that was like one of those things that i would i yeah. try to explain to you like hey look, i don't I'm not going to say that you can't do it but what i'm going to say is that you can't just hang your head on it you can't say i right. can't do it you can't let people tell you you can't do it yeah Mm, you can't, too. there's no, and, I, and I've said it before with other people, there's no room for your fucking feelings in this shit. There, it, there isn't room for feelings and it requires an incredible amount of discipline. Mm-hmm. But I want to, I need to get something out of my bag because I was listening to an interview this, um, a couple of days ago with uh, Lord Finesse and he talks about your, <coughs> excuse me, your passion becoming your purpose Mm. and oh it's just i'm gonna go grab the quote right now but distinguishing what a hobby is and what your passion is that's why i i do feel like people dismiss yeah that's your hobby you like to do that well so what's the difference between a hobby and a passion they're both kind of the same thing aren't they I, i think the difference is that they don't know the difference. Um. I think I think what ends up telling is that they don't know the difference because they've been conditioned to live that stable lifestyle. Yeah, a hobby is only done on this day, on the during this time, yeah. where a passion is full force. You're yeah. in it all day long. Because I need to get that quote. Keep talking. Because <laughs> I know, like, so for even my wife, right? Like, I used to have like the steady income. Yeah. So she was just like, "Oh, you're gonna be." doing this and that and then i'm like you know what i left the warehouse <laughs> you know so yeah. i could i could imagine so and that's why i say like for people who don't live that type of lifestyle and you they're more in that stable mentality right of just being on a schedule and yeah you know what's going to happen yeah monday through friday between this time and that time yeah and when you get your check right excuse me those people it's, can't fathom. They can't. So that's when, like, when when I 
when I hear people say stuff like that, it, it bothers me. But at the same time, it's just like, that's my reality. Right. And your reality is, you're not going to, I can't expect you to understand what I'm talking about. I don't expect you to even have compassion for what I'm going through. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. Even when I first started cutting hair, there were Saturdays where I would cut two people in like a 10 hour day. And you're talking at that time, my haircuts are like $15 an hour, uh, a cut. Mm-hmm. I made $30 all fucking day. Yeah. Mm. So then when people come now, like, oh, you're booked all the time, or you do this and that, I'm like, bro, do you not realize how long I've just sat here before? Yeah. You've you've had to pay your dues. Yeah. And, and you're good with getting paid. <laughs> the fuck, you just said it right now, how he would tell me, if you're going to step into this, like, you there's a lot that you have to put into it, et cetera, et cetera. So this is the quote that I wrote down from Lord Finesse. He says, your passion has to have a purpose. And when your passion has a purpose, that makes you want to bet it all on that purpose. Mm. So you're literally, you're 100%, you're putting everything in now. Yeah. You're 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 giving it all you got. Right. I'm now taking my hobby slash passion and I'm, and you know what? That was, it was scary. That was a scary ass decision. Yeah. But there was so much, ironically certainty (laughs) is just this feeling that you have in your body that's like this is what you have to do and if you don't i was literally telling myself this if you don't do it now you're not gonna do it this is my second shot because i already had already walked away from music before yeah and i it's it's scary yeah and i have to just keep thinking that like we talked about the other day your path whether you you're the one who makes your path or if your path is already done for you. And you do have to believe that your path is already done. Yeah. And things are going to get in your way or get out of the way, but it's going to happen no matter what. Right. And that, right. that reminds me, like, I, I think my wife ended up saying it on one of our episodes, too, that, like, everything, it, like you said, your, your, your story is written. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? And just because you missed your shot the first time, it's like you got to imagine the train. Like, mm-hmm. the train's still going to come back. Right. And you may have missed it the first time or the second time. At the right time, you're going to get on board. Yeah. So it's just like it's it's going to it's going to do its circle. It's going to keep coming back. You might miss it a few times, but don't hang your head low because at some point you're going to pick your head up and have to get back on the train. And now there goes you and your opportunity uh-huh. onto the path that you have to go to. Uh-huh. And ironically, because I want to find a way to tie this back to that stupid movie and being a different person, <laughs> right? I feel like all of the experiences thus far for me, it, looking back at the person that I became along the way or just how I was developing, even in the last five years of my life, mm-hmm. I didn't like it. Like, I can't recognize that person in, in me anymore. I, it's unfamiliar to me. Yeah, You couldn't is, go back to being that person. No, anymore. not at all. But right. again, part of the path. So now I think about, well, who do I want to be? How do I want to be? Yeah. Because for so long, you just, you assimilate to what you think you need to be for other people in all aspects of it. Yeah. Right. So that's why I think I connected with this movie about not knowing who people are and being okay with that. You may not know exactly who you are where you stand but you will eventually figure figure it out and you mean that meaning that for yourself or is that about other people around you as well i think just in general as human beings i think i don't know it maybe at some point in every human being's life you think about 
assimilating to please somebody else mm -hmm. at any age at any given doesn't even have to be for a long time it could have just been a one-time occurrence you're like oh i don't like this i yeah. think as human beings we all go through a piece of that because that's kind of where you make a decision i'm either gonna keep being like this for everybody else yeah or i'm gonna want to be myself yeah and do me Yeah, and that would have to mean losing people along the way because yeah. they're not gonna like how you've changed without yeah. them or f not and not for them anymore. Yeah, and I wouldn't I wouldn't say you're losing them. I think you're just placing them where they need to be. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I, there's so many people that, like, and I got to tell myself that now, where it's just like you you're gonna miss birthdays. Yeah, you're gonna hmm. miss special occasions that are gonna happen. And mm -hmm. not because you want to, but because you, you kind of have to. Yeah, that's where life is taking you at this you point. You know, and, and that doesn't mean you stop caring about those people. Yeah. You know, there's there's good apples and bad apples. Right. You know, like, kind of like with, again, back to that lady that got married and how mm -hmm. the ordained minister was saying, hey, you know, do you guys accept being mm -hmm. in their life? I love that. Because mm -hmm. the reason why I felt that that was so strong is because that role is so important that you could either make or break their relationship. Mm -hmm. And so like when you first said, it, I was like, Oh man, yeah, that's pretty cool because they can help them, but they could also fucking destroy them. Right. Yep. You know? And, and that's why I'm saying like with homeboy, do we call him Brandon or we call him Brian? We're going to call him by his, I feel like, well, it's funny. So I don't know question. if you guys watch the, um, the documentary with subtitles. I usually do. Towards the end, they were using both. They were doing Brandon oh, slash, like slash Brian. So Brandon Brian. We could just call him Brandon Brian. Brandon Brian. Brandon Brian Lee Mc. What's his name? McLeod. McLeod. I don't know. Whatever. Oh, Brian. The homeboy. I yeah. want to find him. I'm gonna. But see, him. but see, that's why. That's why I'm saying, like, hey. Do you have an Instagram? <laughs> we look at his mom, right? And you're like, how can she? Maybe she was. She was dogging his ass the whole time. I Maybe think she was dogging I, his I ass honestly the whole don't, time. I don't, this is a mom's fault. I honestly don't think she was. And it could still be her fault even if she was instilling some type of positivity in him. Maybe she over-instilled positivity. Maybe she, like, you know, you go to the gas station and you want to keep filling. And then you're like, sometimes you're like, oh shit, it's dripping. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah. she just dripped out a little bit too much confidence that he wouldn't accept the reality of yeah. him not being able to do what he wanted. I think the mom was evil. Yeah, I I'm just have, so, I have I'm, so many questions about why, his okay, upbringing. So then, so then why would the mom go along with letting him go through all that? Because she hates her kid and wanted to see him suffer and look like a dumbass and but try to help him at the same time. I think 100% this is he had mommy issues. He's trying to please his mom. He's never going to please his mom because his mom keeps moving the goalposts. Yeah. It's his mom. She's an evil human being. What do you, what do you think, Natalie? Is it the mom's fault? I don't what do you think? think? It's the mom. What? I don't. Yeah, I. Uh, no, I do think it's the mom, but not in the way that you're saying. I think it's the mom. Oh, like God, letting, I don't know. Like it, not wanting to tell her son no. Yeah. But like, she's telling him to do it. Yeah. because And encouraging him and then being complicit in it. Like, uh, meaning like, I don't think, I don't think she was trying to do it in a bad way. Like no malicious intent. Yeah, there was no malicious intent. And Other than lying on an application. And it's clear because he didn't have malicious intent, right? Like he mm -hmm. was doing this out of like, look, I just here, these are my friends. I want to be a good person here. But I also, I have this end goal of wanting to be in medical school. But I do think that the mom 
was coddling him. I, a, oh, yeah. You know I, I don't disagree but with see, that either. But see, she that's was coddling what, him. That's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. that's 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 a form of, of positivity, right? And you could over coddle. Yeah. You're Agreed. you're taking it like <laughs> yeah, even yeah. though what she you're did is like it was bad, but it's still. I think it's a mix of both. Because, okay, so if it was you, mm-hmm. if you if you were, what was her name? I always I don't know. If you were Granny, Granny, <laughs> yeah, that's what they were calling Granny. her. If you were, if you were Granny, right, and your son came home mm-hmm. and said, "Mom, they don't, they're not gonna let me do this. They're saying that I'm not good enough." To, your son comes to you breaking down everything that he's feeling mm-hmm. in that moment. Someone just took away your kid's fucking dream. Okay. You're going to agree with the people that took his dream away? Not, no, not at all. Not necessarily. And that did happen to me. My son, when he tried to make the freshman basketball team and he didn't make it. And he was like, yeah, I really wanted to play. And, he, and I know he worked really hard to try to make the team. It didn't happen. Okay. But, did, but okay. So what, what was your approach being like, you know what? Maybe not this time. Maybe next time. Because there, there's mama bears. I told his ass to work harder. I was like, you need to work harder and f- try a way to incorporate yourself to the team where you're not necessarily playing so you can continue to study and apply what you... I told him, you work harder. Now, let's put this in the mindset of, like, when did this take place? The 90s? 93? Yeah. So I can only imagine that the mom might be like, oh, it's okay, honey, you know. You do. You you keep going. You can do this. You're you my gotta, star. You gotta, you gotta think of of like where are they at geographically? Too. Oh, that too. They were in yeah. Scotland, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Do you, who's fucking like? No disrespect to anyone who has any type of Scottish blood, but who the fuck is mean in Scotland? <laughs> Aren't they? Mm. I don't know. I was gonna say something <laughs> very general, but I'm not. I'm not but but say you it. but you get what I'm saying. It's just like you can overcoddle and it, it becomes a negative outcome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's there's moms that have overcoddled their children mm-hmm. to the point of now their their children are fucking up relationships. Their children are fucking up this and that mm-hmm. because well my mom and you'd be like forty years old and what well, my mom said like Bobby Boucher my mama said you know <laughs> hey what about this in Italy the men don't move out until they're like forty from their mom's house I I think that's a finan- that's a smart financial thing to be honest with you I don't think that has anything to do with I think that's a financial thing. And I, yeah, and I think there's something about um, Italians and their homes. I don't think there's a lot of um, space for them to move or leave the home. Just like in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they stay longer. Oh, okay. Like they, they, they inherit the home yeah, somehow I don't, or something like that. I don't that. think that's like a religious or I think that's just, that's just how it their is. way of living. Yeah. Because only in, we'll say fucking California, can mm. you start stock up fucking houses on top of each other and yeah. charge yeah. 600000 for a condo. <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> You're not lying about that. You're not lying about that. So what do we do then? I don't know. I <laughs> Wait, with what? What's the question? Like, who are we? Who? who okay, because we're trying to figure out who are we blaming? Yeah. Are we, we blaming know, the mom? I'm not mad at him. I'm not mad Ricky at him. Ricky Lee's not mad at him. I'm not mad at him because I love what he did. Everybody had something good to say about him. Okay. He touched so here, everybody's lives. So here's Even the thing. It was a though. lie. Do you think going at because you're kind of you kind of hard on his mom right I now? I am hard on the mom. You're doing exactly what his mom probably did his oh, life. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> no. Like it's not my it's not his fault. Yeah, like he was he there, was he was your baby. 
He mm. was your baby. This yes. whole, this whole conversation, you cannot be mad at him because he is your baby. Yes. Well, guess what, Ricky Lee? His real mother didn't want no one telling her baby shit. Yes. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, we got it. Where the fucking meows at? <laughs> and and I think that's a re- that was a result of now his life. He's lonely. He couldn't get the job that he wanted. He's struggling. Everyone is look. The community is looking at him. Oh, look at this l- loner. Sorry, mm-hmm. that was kind of mean, but that's just how it is. And that's sad. They mm-hmm. isolated and him. That wasn't mean. I felt that that was mean. No. Wait. You, you know why it's mean? What? Because it's 2023. Yeah. If you would have said that shit in 1993. Oh, the yes. loner part? Yeah. Yeah. You can't. And that's. And that's so <laughs> I would say maybe we should all prepare for seeing more shit like this. Because, I don't disagree with Because you. in today's society, you can't. We coddle. Yeah. We coddle everybody. Yeah. Everybody and everything so that we don't offend. Right. And so we don't get canceled. <gasps> Where are we? Cancel my ass. I don't give a fuck. That yeah. does <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> no, that does worry me. Yeah? yeah. Getting canceled? Not canceled, but just maybe saying things that you shouldn't. Just because well, you can't. Aff- I'm, you can offend. You can offend. <laughs> and you never know else. who's listening. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Okay. So, so like- what? How do you? How do we take things offensively? If the, if there's a truth or if it's a lie? Which either way, it all comes down to what you believe. Either way, despite what the truth is. I, I guess, but so I now I gotta worry. So that's sort of the, the, the it's a two way, right? You want me to coddle your insecurities or your mm. way of thinking in efforts of me saying fuck the way I think? Right, that's not fair to either. No, no, well, it's not fair to you. I mean, it's not fair to me. It's fair for you. It's not fair for me. Because it's considering my feelings. Because I'm only considering yours, but you're not considering mine. So how can you tell me to be considerate of your feelings and at the same time telling me to neglect mine? Right. Mm. And that's what I'm saying. Like, that, it just, that's the society we fucking live in. So maybe, perhaps, we're going to need to prepare ourselves for some more brian mckinnon's i don't think he's wrong at all because and imagine right now imagine if you find out that my brother is not the person you thought he was you found out that his real name was homok malek and he's from I and he's from like, from ethiopia no fuck? joke and that everything you thought and i'm only so for the record when my brother was a baby or not a baby but when he was trying to learn how to say his name yeah. he couldn't say michael mota he yeah. would say homok malik. <laughs> oh, so you're not generalizing. No, no, okay. he. You're, that's thing. My aunt Rosie always gave. His Are you gonna go home sweet. and call him that? Homok no, malik. Homok malik. Oh, you better. <laughs> that's, what, that's what he would call himself. So, but imagine if you found that out that he was a completely different person, right? Then he presented himself to be for you. Imagine that we're not the family that you thought. Now do he you, has a whole other family someplace else. Do you think we still do that though? Even though, like. You know who I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know who you guys are, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But there's still shit you don't know. Agreed. Which is why oh, I said yeah. you're you're never gonna know everything about a person, yeah. right? But in in this particular case, if you found out those specific things about my brother, right, and that he like came from poverty, and like he's doing his very best right now to keep things afloat, but mm. he's a, just a totally different person than who you thought. Mm. Would you be mad? No. Yes. Okay, wait, in what ways is he lying? In all ways. He really has a completely different name, comes oh. from a completely different place, has a completely different family. And you're not his sister. <laughs> and I'm not his, exactly, and I'm not fish. his sister. Right. But this whole time that you've been with him, 
you thought he's you you've experienced him as Michael Moda and, and your life thus far. Yeah. I feel like Natalie has to look at you and be like, Well, why the fuck are you lying to me? Yeah. The <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Would yeah. you be mad? Uh, yeah. Of course I would be mad because I've been bamboozled. You've played me for a fool, but now it's romantic. <laughs> he did all that to get the woman of his dreams. You know, okay, yes, okay, so I could see that part. But now the question would be would this relationship then work? Because now I'm on my guard, like, wait, so you've been, why are you always going to lie to me? I, I would say it would work because he, he has to show the truth somehow. And he, he got you anyways, so why wouldn't it work? It's been working. Yeah. So you wouldn't be mad. You'd be fine. Uh, no, I think initially I would be mad. But like, like fuck, you could have just told me the truth. Yeah. But you're yeah, not going like, to leave him. Lie? You're not going to leave him, right? I don't think so. Well, Brian McKinnon's mama didn't leave him. She played along with it. Ugh. So that means Natalie will play along with it. And yeah. his name is not Hamaika or whatever you said his he name He said Hamaika. Hamok Malik. His name motherfucking Mike Moda. <laughs> well, and you know, and that would that would be the thing. Like, so what do we do now? Do we present ourselves as a different last name? Do we tell the world that you're not really this? How do I explain this to my family? There would just be we're so not much to unpack. We're yeah. <laughs> okay, so let me let me turn let me turn it on you. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me turn it on you, right? Yeah. All those are valid questions. Like I get all that. Yeah. Let's say he tells you, "I'm still Hamok Malik, but I'm a billionaire and I have houses all over the world <laughs> and yachts and planes and everywhere." And you've just spent the last seven years. I don't know how long you've been with my brother. In mediocrity, like that's where you've lived, and like you found out this motherfucker has everything everywhere. You'd be pissed. There was a movie with Jennifer Aniston. I like how you're not answering it. <laughs> no, hey, answer the question, homegirl. There was a movie with Jennifer Aniston that that exact same thing happened. She was a she was a humble teacher. I can't remember the name of the movie, but it's on Netflix. Humble teacher. She quit her job because whatever reasons. All of her friends are rich and come from money or have money or have these great careers. And she ends up uh, leaving her teaching job or I don't know if she quit or whatever. The case is that she was no longer a teacher and she started um, what was she doing? She was a doing a a, a housekeeping she was like i want to say waitress but that's not it she was a housekeeper and she was cleaning people's houses and then at the end she was making fun of this guy she's like i don't know i think he's retired or i think he's unemployed his house is always a mess i don't think he really has that much money well at the end he asks her out on a date he's rolling and he has a shit ton of money. But I think she had asked him for like $5. And I think he lowballed, he lowballed her or something. And so she asks him at the moment, so like, what do you do? And he's like, oh, I don't have to work. I'm retired. My dad died and he inher- I inherited all these millions. But she ended up being in the relationship with him. And she was like, oh, who's going to say no to that? Yeah, because what if he was broke? Yeah. Well, that perception was that he was broke and she didn't know. So it was like a test. Yeah. So then you would be mad at my brother? <laughs> no. Well, I would still have the questions. Of course. Like, why would you... Well, like, were you testing me? Did you not think I was worthy yeah. enough? Or what? But let's how do we vacation. move out of this place? <laughs> <laughs> you know? I, I, could see, I could see how that would be like, like fuck, dude, you don't even want to... 
Mm. You couldn't just tell me. Yeah. Like, we went through all Because seven years is a long fucking time. Is that how long you've been together? It'll be seven years. Yeah, I thought it was a gift. Because that is a long time. Yeah, you were were right there. Your head was falling. Like, Mm -hmm. you could have said something before we got married. Yeah, like, why wouldn't you have been able to tell me? Did you not trust me? What was... I still have questions. Yeah. So, there's questions across the board regardless, whether it's broke or rich. Mm -hmm. Now, where'd you get this money? Because is it legit? Is it legal? Do you care? (laughs) <laughs> listen because like, you know my, my wife has always said that yeah do you care do you want to yeah. know do you, do you want to know do you want to know she doesn't want to know she's like i don't know how the fuck this guy knows everybody mm, that's always yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so i guess i don't want to know yeah no you want to know i, I want to know. know so it's are you gonna funny. are you gonna hide things from your kids so that they don't know certain aspects of your life I think you have to. But when you're dead, like, you can't go around not hype, like... Oh, my oh, God. to what extent, then? So, okay, hold on. I just found out... He's talking about hiding things from your life, right? Ooh. Uh, Last week, I just found out my grandma was pregnant 22 times. Wait, which grandma? Mom my or dad? Gra- my mom's mom. Damn. So, she now... Sh- well, total children are 11, but she was pregnant 22 times, had to abort a couple... And I was like, Grandma, how did you? That's a lot on the body. Oh my god! Are you? And I just wanted. Are you okay? Like that's a lot of trauma. But you, no one's ever asked her that. My mom didn't know. She's like, oh, wait. So how did it even come up? Uh, one of my so we had a baby shower for one of my cousins. She's about to have her first baby, and so we hosted it at my mom's house. And she, my cousin, was asking my grandma about her pregnancies and all of that, and. So we were sitting there with my mom, my grandma, myself, and my cousin. And so my mom was like, ah, yo ni sabia. And I was like, mom. All casual. like, Yeah. Yeah. Like not a big deal. And I was like, this woman was pregnant 22 times. Okay. So this brings up a good point <gasps> that goes back to the coddling thing. And I don't know how, but the coddling thing and the sensitivity of generations. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a, a perfect example that here you have your grandmother who's talking about 22 pregnancies right yeah and your mom doesn't really have a big reaction right it's mm-hmm. just like oh, okay and i'm but, losing but my here shit. you're over here like oh my god the trauma and this that and the other yeah, yeah. those are extreme extreme opposites <laughs> like opposite polar opposites this, right like, because okay. so so at the end of the day ray what's what's important a mom who's just like oh yeah or the like intense care for jesus how are you are you okay yeah. What do you think the grandmother is going to respond to? What is the right answer? There is no right answer. It's all perspective. You said it earlier. It all, it mm. all, the truth all is depends. what you believe. What you believe. Oh, mm. not necessarily. That's your truth. We've had that conversation mm-hmm. before. Right. That's a, your truth. Your truth. The, mm. uh, the general truth for, like, if you were to, like, census it, that's the gen- there's a general truth and then there's your truth. So we would all say, like, damn, that's fucking crazy. Right. But if her mom's just like, hmm, all right, right, that's her truth. That's her mom's truth about yeah. it. And Natalie's reaction to it is her truth. She's like, oh shit, like, yeah, yeah. Because then, cause then yeah. you gotta imagine too, like, and going back to like some of your past episodes, your mom doesn't seem like the type of person that would have a big reaction towards anything because she's been through a lot of shit. <laughs> You're right. That's a great point. You're right. So her truth and her lifestyle. Doesn't allow her to be like. That's a have that great sensitivity. Point. That's a great point. <sighs> that is that, and that even goes on to say like the way that I perceive things and react to things. <sighs> what do you mean? 
Well, yeah, because I get my uh, my realities and my perception and the way that I uh, view things from well, our parents. Okay. If it's not a if it's not a big deal to them, then my reaction would be similar to theirs, or it would be opposite because it because they didn't care. I now I care a lot. Like, what do you mean you don't care? Like exactly how she just said. Yeah. Like her reaction was just like. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, what the fuck? Are you okay? Yeah. (laughs) I was really like, whoa, that's a big deal. That is. Because, like, she was only able to deliver 50%. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Yeah. And I think that goes on, like, mentally, too. Was Mm -hmm. that intentional? We we were speaking. Mm -hmm. Well. Look at the time. Yeah. So, um, I had that question for my mom. Or I don't know how I said it, like that she wanted. I think I, I made it seem like my grandma wanted all of her children. And my mom was like, no, your grandma did not want all of these children. She she said something along the lines of just religiously, you did not have, there was no birth control. There was I not not know. having these kids. So she was going to have all of these children because that was what. Whether it worked out or didn't. Mm-hmm. Oh. Which is which is true. So and And what's crazy is like. You just saying that reminded me of what, like, my grandma, excuse me, my grandma actually came to California because she's from Montana. She came to California with her aunt, and her aunt took care of her. And that was because her mom didn't want to take care of her. So it was like, that's like another level to it, right? Mm. Like, she, like, her grandma didn't have the choice to... Mm. Yeah. To abort or not abort or Yeah. But then it's just like financial situations. Yes. Like from what I could remember, my grandma came with my aunt and then my aunt did her thing on her own with her husband and I don't know if he ended up passing away, but she my grandma ended up living a better life than her siblings did in Montana. Yeah. Mm. For that for that reason. Mm. And then I think too, one time my mom was talking about how and I don't know if there's any truth to it or if it was just like one of um, those situations that siblings have where they're just like spewing shit out the mouth just to mm. piss off the other sibling. Right. But there was like a, supposedly a story where my mom was so, like, they didn't, they were going to give my mom up. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. Like they weren't going to keep she her. Hurt. Like they, like obviously they, they birthed her, but they weren't going to like erase her. They were going right. to. And I believe my aunt would be like the woman they'd get arguing. She'd be like, and that's what mom and dad wanted to give you up. And Damn, and that. like, that's so mean. Yeah, you know? So that's why I'm saying like, so there's levels to this shit. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying like, I don't, you know, I, don't, I, I don't know exactly what your mom's been through, but hearing your guys' stories, like your mom's been through some shit. Oh, a lot So that's why shit. like things like that. And then her relationship with her, her mom. Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure what your mom's relationship with your grandma is, but. Funny. <laughs> interesting. It's an interesting relationship because they're very. My grandma's very distant from all of her children, hmm. and so has it always been that way? Oh yeah. There's oh a, yeah, and especially because, um, just for you know context and so that you guys know, my grandma was my grandma was a child when she started having kids. She was only fourteen, fifteen, and and so by the time that my grandma had my mom, well, she had. She was still having kids. Um, and so my mom was actually raised by the oldest daughter. Makes sense. That happens. 
because now, you know, my grandma's busy tending to the house, tending to the husband, tending to the chickens and the whatever it is, and then the younger children. So my mom ends up being raised by the oldest, so she has like two moms. And so that it, her situation didn't <coughs> lend itself to having a bond or a connection with, um, with her parents, with my grandparents. Uh, she ended up having the bond with the, the older, older sister. sister which ended up being a mom and she's now, I think my mom has a lot of resentment towards my grandma and towards my aunt, her sister, because of how that all played out. Mm. Cause I don't think my mom necessarily wanted to be with my aunt. Um, but also she's, I'm sure she has to be grateful for her in some sense because they were only, they only came here to California from Mexico because of my aunt. So my aunt started bringing all of the younger siblings over mm as a result but yeah they're not they're not close at all so would you say that your grandmother tying it back to this movie about mm. being who we are mm. would you say that your grandmother was not satisfied with who she was and who or who she became like at this point she's faking being somebody that she's not right she's <clears throat> participating in being a wife and having all these kids and doing all of this thing these things when maybe deep down inside she's like dying to be somebody completely different mm. than this, but you have to silently live as something else. You know, no disrespect, but I don't think my grandma had the awareness or the ability to think of another life for herself other than what it came out to be. I was, Got it. I was just going to say something similar to that because it's like, again, what me and Natalie were saying, like geographically, like yeah. if your, grandpa right. your you grandparents do. are from Mexico, you, she didn't even have the choice to think about doing something <gasps> else. Yeah, there is no other like thing. You asking that question is is from a perspective of a, of a 40-year-old woman in 2023, not mm. a 40-year-old woman in Mexico. In the 50s. In the 50s. Yeah. Where, like, you got to imagine. 40s, Amer 50s. Yeah, America advances it, its its ways of living further than anybody else, right? right. So if they were, they were in Mexico when this was happening. Yeah. They, tr to this day, now Mexico has more traditional values than the United States, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah. She probably didn't have. There yeah. was she didn't. She didn't think about anything else because there was no other option. There was no choice. Why would she think about doing anything That's other true. than raising? You already know this is what's gonna happen. Yeah, this is what's meant for you. This yeah, this is it. Because uh -huh. how how That's dare torture. she have a fucking dream to do something yeah else. well and Jeez. you know what and uh, this will confirm <coughs> it so again back to this baby shower one of my um my tia priscilla oh, I, we love her this is the tia priscilla that makes or the tia that makes everyone in the family cry right well she had even said that my my tia priscilla she's she, she actually told me she goes i want you to tell my story on your podcast i was like okay oh, tia, i'll tell you speaking it into does she want to come on she doesn't actually she doesn't she doesn't but she said i just want you to tell my story i love stories she's a chef That's she's cool. a chef she's Next about episode, to retire she I, I really do i do want her to to come on here because she has a lot she could sit back here with she me. Wants or we could go to her house since we're remote Ooh, and she yes. could cook for us yes uh, actually yeah. she did invite um she wanted us to go to um to her son's house um so tbd tbd yeah, and she she will eat or you will eat she will cook um, so long story short, she says something about my grandma and she said, you know, no, my, your, your grandma, she, she's talking about sexuality and wanting to be who you really are and your authentic self. She's talking about that. She, she said that my grandma would tell her, Priscilla, esas cosas no se dicen. Why do you talk that way? 
Right. You, you don't speak about your sexuality. You don't speak about the things that you want to explore. Those are not those are not ladylike things. Mm. So because my grandma's used to, you know, you take care of the home, you take care of your husband. Shh. Yes. Yes. And my my aunt is complete opposite of that. That goes back to what you were saying. Uh, was it the I think it was a few episodes where mm. it was like you're pretty or quiet yeah yeah mm. you know? <laughs> yeah. and that's how they were all raised and it caused a rebellion <laughs> at some point right yeah. like like our thing says welcome to the revolution yeah <laughs> yes exactly exactly because that, that what that revolution we would say came about what in the 70s 80s maybe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, when yeah when, when women, when women were start rebelling yeah. at, yeah. Least, at least yeah. the, at least at so least like within our culture yeah, that's, that's got interesting. A lot of I want to hear. I want to hear your. your I, you know I what? Love I just want to eat her food. Uh, well, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take the. Um, but you see, I tried recording my aunt, and she caught me, and she's like, "Why are you recording this?" She was so pissed. She knows. Yeah, <laughs> and so, I was like, so "Yeah, I just want to hear you." <laughs> so this is how you're gonna do it. All right. Not because I'm a sneaky person or anything. Let's like do this. I want to do this. I want to get. But you're, you're gonna you're gonna take what you're gonna take okay. to record. Okay. Right, and be okay. like, look. I could either have this and listen to it so I can tell your story from your way. Mm. Oh, I know what you're going Or like. I can just tell your story my way. Mm-hmm. And she's going to want it so told right, which yeah. is going to be so this So this way. is why I'm recording it. I'm not recording it for someone else to hear it. Yeah. See what I said? I'm recording it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm not <always> right. <laughs> no, just, but this is a great... This is a great way to that's go about a, it. That's uh, I honestly that's like one of those things. That's why when you sent when you sent it earlier, mm-hmm. I was like, "Ooh, dope!" A documentary. But as soon as I started seeing cartoons, I was like, "Oh my!" I God. like the little cartoons. <laughs> I thought that I can't, they were. I don't. I don't know why. Even growing up, people used to be like, "You don't watch The Simpsons?" <coughs> no. So you have no like not even a favorite Disney movie, like no zero animation, like I don't know the little did nothing Disney. I mean, I we 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 took Kara to Disneyland, uh, November, and I had fun. But I don't. He said I had fun. Wait, <laughs> okay, so, so there's there's no, not. I, I, I had. I think the fun was watching my daughter be excited. Sure, mm-hmm. not so there was not one character that you were like, oh, he's cool. Mm-mm. No, what did you play with nothing? when you were little? Like when you were little, <laughs> you no, four year old Ray. What was little four year old Ray playing with? Yeah. What was he excited about? <laughs> this is a great question. Yeah. Four-year-old Ray was probably excited just to fucking hang out with people. So I no Power Rangers, no Transformers, Dragon Ball Z, I, um, we watched Ninja Power, Turtles. We watched Come on, Power I'm naming them all right now. We watched Power Rangers. I watched. I just never got into cartoons. Huh. Like I'm not a person to be like, oh, I, did, like everybody would come to school and be like, did you watch the new Simpsons? <laughs> You're like. like no. <laughs> Listen, I'm still over here. Like, did you watch the new Simpsons? Like, it all nerdy. But, and, and sometimes I'm just. Sometimes I say, you know what? I would just say, yeah, just like I don't want to have to fucking deal yeah. with this, which right. you guys are giving me right yeah. now. Like, I just don't. I don't like my daughter sit all day and she'll watch. What would she watch right now? She watches because it, it, it varies. Mm. Like for a minute, like she loved Soul. Mm. That was a good movie. Yeah, right? excellent movie. But I'm like, I just always have been interested in the history of of stuff. Mm. Did you oh, like Soul? Oh, Soul because of the story. Yeah. Animation wise, I could give two shits about it. Okay. I would rather have listened to it. You know what? 
We need to get down to the bottom of this. Why does animation bother Ray? It doesn't bother me. I just don't have. You don't, don't like know. it. That's so strange. I'm not saying I don't. But like you watch it. I just... TV. I mean, obviously, because you just watched <laughs> this. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> Where do we draw the line here? <laughs> no, I do. I, I mean, I, I do. But it's, it's stuff like this. Like, so I think the so the last thing I did watch was actually uh, the 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 murders or something. The <gasps> something murders. Oh. Not murders with, in the building. No, no, no. It had to do with. Um, it's animation. No, it's a document or like a documentary. It's, it's on, on Netflix. Netflix. Um, I c- I can see the image and I know what you're it's about talking the, about. It's about the girl that ended up like falling off the boat, and they covered up that whole thing because the oh. family was rich and all that. Oh, shit. I know. And then and then come to find out that there's like five murders within that Whoa. family that was covered up because that family is so big and powerful that they were able to. So I I watch things that I don't. For me, it's like it has to be real. I I have to have some some type of substance to it. So Ray, there's Ray, five years old. Take this off the TV, (laughs) mom. This ain't real shit. No, if they, if they, I don't want to watch the Aristocats. The one thing I do remember because my grandma would take us, like if we we used to go back to LA every weekend. So my grandma would actually take us to uh, the Edwards and Alhambra. Hey, and. One of the ones I do remember was watching like The Lion King. I remember watching The Lion King in, <gasps> so good. in theater. In the theater? When it came out, yeah. I remember watching that with my grandma. How old were you? Oh, shit. I was... You I were been like You seven. weren't double digits. Yeah, no, you I were. I like six or seven, maybe. Did you cry? No. I don't so you didn't feel any type of way, Ray, when the dad falls... What was the dad's name? And Simba's watch not Mufasa. Mufasa. No, it's not Mufasa. Yeah, it is. No, he has a no, like Mufasa's a strong. Mufasa's the evil name. dad. Scar is. Oh, it is Mufasa. Is Mufasa's. It, Mufasa? The, yeah. it is Mufasa. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Scar oh, Rafiki. I'm thinking brother. about Rafiki. Rafiki's okay, the yeah, monkey. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking Mufasa was the monkey. But. You know what? This might actually be my favorite one because I like the part where he's like, <laughs> it's his uncle. Who's his uncle? The monkey's his uncle. <laughs> you know what? Okay, <laughs> it's the Lion King. It might be the Lion it's King. The Lion it might be the Lion. I ain't gonna lie. You know what I think it was? But see, this is her. The adult of me comes in mm. at such a young age. I was like, man, you better get fucking Nala, man. <laughs> <laughs> going all that, over there. Going all that work, Nala. You better go give him something. <laughs> look at him licking. Look at her licking his ear. No, oh, that's hilarious. I think every I remember watching that movie in the theater mm. too, and that I'm a sucker for things like that. Like I imagine I'm Simba and I'm watching my dad like yeah. that. Oh, man, I lost my shit watching that movie. (laughs) I remember uh, all of, like, my friends, everyone around. We all watched it together. Everyone was hysterical, and I didn't understand, like, why are you guys crying? Why wouldn't you cry? I didn't didn't, didn't relate. I don't know. I don't know what happened. So So you're not empathetic? I guess not. I'm not that. Not at that point. I, I don't think I understand. I, I think, also think, I think. Yeah, it has to do with the timing, though. Like it, as children, we weren't. And again, geographics. Mm. Like, are both of you Scorpios? Like, what? Mm. No, I'm a Virgo. But it, I think it just depends on where you where you're at in your life. Like, yeah, I was what five, four, five, when I watched it. But I, you know what I think? I want to pinpoint that I think there was a language barrier there mm. you were speaking I don't think spanish I, I don't think i understood yeah they didn't have it in spanish even if you didn't I, I understand you see you know it's the dad the dad's falling to his death and the little son is watching him i'm five i don't understand oh my god natalie maybe maybe 
some people don't crack because they're like, you know, fuck it. Maybe he needed to die. Yeah, like, sorry. Yeah, Why'd you do that? It is Whoops. what it is. I had homies that didn't have dads, so what the fuck does oh that matter God. to me? Ooh. You know what I mean? You guys like, are rough. You guys are rough. But rough. I get it. I get this it. This is mm. life. That's your reality. Yeah. You're a very, and we, we, we talked about this before the podcast, you're a very passionate person. I mean, and, and so am I. Mm. But you're... I'm sensitive. I mean, everyone who watches and listens to us now knows who's the first of the three. Who's going to cry first? <laughs> Inevitably. Yes. Stop making me cry. We don't make you cry. Sometimes we walk in and you're crying. But I think it's beautiful, that's, though. It, that's yes, your reality. It is. And I, I think <laughs> crying is a wonderful thing. Like, yeah. it is. It is. And I am very sensitive to those things. I could watch a commercial that would make me cry and, or right. anything that touches me. Reading words or listening to a song, that shit will make me cry. Like, yeah. That's a beautiful You're thing. You're in tune with all of I, that. I could have, I could a thousand percent let you know that I did not really be, like. I've been passionate and I've always had interest in certain things, but I've never really been emotional until I had children. Mm. Once I had children and and gone through the shit that I've gone right. through, then that's when I started experiencing like, damn. Because sometimes now, like I'll, and I'm not saying like, oh, he's a fucking tough guy. I'm not a fucking tough guy. But there's times yeah. where I fucking I, I look at my kids, I'm like, fuck. And then Google memories don't fucking help. Oh, God, I hate Google memories. So it's just like I'll see pictures of my son when he was little. Mm-hmm. But then I think, like, fuck how shitty ass dad I was back oh, then. Oh, no. And then I, I, like, I'll think about stuff like that. But then, oh. too, it's just like, fuck. I, could, I still got time to make up for it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I still got. I, I get that. I don't have to stay yeah. in that slump. <clears throat> I get that. I don't, man, I don't know when the last time. When was the last time I choked up? Mm. Choke it up right I now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, man, it looks like you got a little no, no, teary-eyed no, right it now. Was, so. It was actually, uh, actually a couple of weeks ago, actually. Oh. I was talking to my mom, though. That's mm. the only one. Oh, I, I Yeah, we talked about this. Yeah. I was, I was, some stuff was happening, and I was ready to go back and uh, revert to my old ways. Mm. And my mom, my mom doesn't know everything of my old ways, but my mom, women know. Yeah. Women know. Yeah. Mothers know more. Yeah. Mothers know more. <laughs> yeah. So she was just like, she started breaking stuff down for me and was just like, hey, look, you got a family now. You got to worry about the wife. You got to worry about your kids. Yeah. You just got to be smart about what you're doing. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you not to do something. I'm just going to tell you not to do it right now. Mm. You mm. know? That's great advice. And, and that was just the, that was probably the most hoodish shit I've ever heard my mom say. Mm, because when you think about the context, and I don't want to put the context out yeah. on here, but it was <coughs> like, all right, mom. Yeah. I and I like that I she focused you. on the time part. Yeah. Time is of the essence, mm-hmm. and and having that safeguard around time. I think that's probably one of the most important things. When is it right to make a specific move or that to decision. not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, timing is everything. And but that was I, but I, the most powerful I think thing. I think what got me choked up about it was when I I think I told you Ricky was that I actually told my mom something that I've only told mm-hmm. my wife mm. and that was that I'm not afraid of dying mm-hmm. and it only choked me up because of the situation we have going on with like my grandma mm. so and I always tell people look when my uncle passed that was it yeah like I lost a lot of people because I I failed to care about any other relationship. Yeah. So when I think about my mom and I think about my grandma, 
I've even explained to Samantha, like, the shit that you see me go through with my uncle, I'm telling you why it happened that Mm. way, right? So just understand, and I'm telling you now, Mm. that the extent of it when it comes to my grandma or it comes to my mom will probably be a hundred times more than that. Mm. So don't come at me with the dumb questions. Yeah. Are you okay? No, I'm not, o- I'm not okay. Life. You know what I mean? Like that's why when people like mm. lose parents, I can't tell them nothing because I have mine. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can't grieve for you, bro. I don't know what that feels like. Right. I can't tell you it's going to be okay. Because I still have mine, but I could guarantee you when, if I lose mine, I'm losing it all. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, and that's, that was, so that was the last time I actually, like, I choked up. Yeah. Like, but at the thought of losing your mom? Not at, I, well, not at the thought of losing my mom, but when I had mentioned to her that I wasn't afraid of dying, I, I don't, I've never told, like, who tells their mom that? Yeah. Yeah. Because then, like, can you imagine DeLuca telling the mom, yeah. I'm not afraid to die? What uh, would your thought process be? I'm ready. Okay. Yeah, like, what do you... Like, and, then you I, okay and then I'm or, wondering what's going on in your mind. Yeah, you know, but, but but that carried on into the conversation that we had. And she was just like, the reason why she goes, I could see that you're, you you feel that way is that you're at peace with who you are. That part. Yeah. <clears throat> That's She's so like, valuable. And the thing is, and for anyone who listens and watches whatever your belief is mm-hmm. your your belief is that strong mm-hmm. that you're okay with whatever's going to happen after you're gone so that's that's where like the conversation you about to fucking cry because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was silencing myself i seen the glaze <laughs> But yeah, that that's that's what she was saying. Well, here's what here's what I was thinking as you're as you're saying that because I I would say the same thing. Like, if I die today, I'm good. Like, I I am happy with what I've done in my life with just every everything. I'm yeah. satisfied. I yeah. wouldn't want to bone out on my kids, you know, right. sooner than later. But no, yeah, you don't want to. I but, don't want you don't want that you, to happen. But you got to be okay with what you leave behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I am, and I am okay with that, right? Because I think I have made an impression on my children, and they're the ones, obviously, that I care about the most yeah. about what they experienced with me. Flaws and all, flaws yeah. and all, I do sure. feel that. You got the essence of who I am and what I want you to take from me, lessons and all. Yeah. I feel confident. But oddly, when I was thinking that, I was like, how can I say that I'm good to go when I don't necessarily feel comfortable in my own skin? Like I literally mm. just said <clears throat> that that I've left that impression on my kids of who I am. Like I was really certain that's coming out of my mouth and I still feel very certain about that. Because that's all who matters. But there's a part of me that also feels like but you don't you don't even know who you are. Like there's another voice in my head that aside from that certainty and that okay, I did this job for my kids and this is what I taught them and this is what I gave them. There's another voice in my head that's like, "Bitch, you don't even know who you are." Like, how are you going to go out right now? You still have to figure this, 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 and this out. And you still don't feel comfortable about this, that, that, and the other. Do you think that's why perhaps you have some type of, like, I don't want to call it animosity. (laughs) Such a great word. But perhaps you have some type of animosity towards uh, the homeboy, Brian McKinnon's mom. Because maybe she she felt the same way, and that's why she 
Like she that she, she didn't know who she was, or she, yeah, in that in that aspect, or she just wasn't satisfied with she would if she was to pass, she wasn't satisfied. Oh, with yeah. what she was gonna leave behind, so she let him mm-hmm. go about doing that. That's and a great point. Followed along with it. Maybe that's that's I mean, a great point. Mm. And I could see that because then at, at that point, like you're trying to live vicari- vicariously through your kids, or you want to tie all that together. That makes sense. I get that part. Like, because yeah. if I go. I want you to be okay with what I left you. And if you became the doctor and if that's what was important to him, then she helped him do everything that she that she yeah. could to help him get there. Mm-hmm. Even if it was wrong. Now, by saying I'm not afraid to <clears throat> die and this is for both of you, right? Even if you have some a little bit of a hesitance to say it. Like it's a different s- level of it, right? Do do you guys live more intentionally as a result of that thought? Every day for me. I, I would say, yeah. I, I, and I live think more fearlessly? I I I wouldn't say fearlessly. I wouldn't say fearlessly either. I would say more calculated. Yeah. Because mm. in, it ha- you have to be calculated to do things intentionally. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you do things fearlessly, you make mistakes. Mm. So... <laughs> that's why my wife, I tell my wife like you got to be intentional with the shit you say and do right yeah and she goes oh so you like in, you purposely intend to piss me off mm. that's and a good response <laughs> Samantha that was a good okay so but I tell her yes yeah I do purposely intend to piss you off because I know given whatever the situation may be I know which way it should be going fair right fair so like if if it's we'll say it's like something where she's lacking confidence and I got to tell her something that's not going to make her feel comfortable in order to be like, hey, you're going to be fucking fine. Then I'm going to say something that I know purposely will ruffle her feathers. Right. Because I need her to fucking know you're going to be good, bro. Like, (laughs) right. And yes, I call my wife bro sometimes. Yeah. But yeah, like you because. If you live fearlessly. It's almost like you're getting ready to fucking put yourself in that grave. Yeah. I don't, that, I, that's a totally different perspective. <clears throat> I think to live fearlessly is to live securely. Like when you're secure of yourself and you, you know what you want to do. And it doesn't mean that you have moments of weakness or moments of doubt, yeah. but you're that confident about who you are, what your path is. Mm-hmm. You do live fearlessly. Yeah. You take that jump, you take that leap. Yeah. And whatever mistakes you do make along the way. Like, you roll with those mistakes. You figure out the failure around it, but, the workaround. But, but you still have to be intentional, right? <coughs> like, you still have to calculate it. Like, you could live fearlessly without making a mistake, I guess, right? So, I guess I would I would agree with you in the sense of being fearless, but not fearless without intent. Because if you're fearless without intent, that's where, uh, where I'm saying, like, the mistakes happen mm. or or unfortunate circumstances arise. I don't, because you're right. Mm-hmm. I see that. If I could be fearless, but I still got to be calculated. Fearless in the thought process to say, man, fuck what other people think. Right. I'm yeah. still going to do this. Yeah. You know, fuck, man, fuck those two fucking teachers that told me I couldn't become a fucking doctor or be in the fucking <laughs> Damn, medical Damn, he brought it back to that. Right? So, so, what his, so then he was what, calculated and so, very intentional. Yeah, so and that's what I'm saying. That's why I said it's, it was a sickening fucking intelligence that he had because it was like he had to have known that if he got caught the whole world was gonna fucking scrutinize his ass yeah 
right? Yeah. And, and I he, think it would have been worse for him if that shit would have happened now, like in oof. this era. Because, they, yeah, they wouldn't care. They wouldn't care about what his goal was at the end. They yeah. wouldn't be able to right. distinguish the fact that all he did was to become. Yeah. They would fucking, have ostracized him field. in different ways. Like, oh, fuck, who cares if you want? Yeah. Who cares if you wanted to be a doctor? You kissed a 16 year old. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, the angle would have been completely different. They would have just hammered him in. <clears throat> what are you, sick? I wonder if he's still Demented? alive. I think he is still. He, well, yeah, so that's that, right? what Ray is saying. Like, start. he's sick. Yeah. <clears throat> but super intelligent. Yeah. Well, almost like genius level. When, yeah. Check out the fucking movie. It's a really or good the documentary. Movie. What do you yeah. call these? It's, no, it's, a, it's, it's categorized as a documentary. And you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I did have a problem with the animation in the beginning. I was like, what is this? I was kind of irritated with it. I, you know what I a think little it bit. is? And the music. Did you hear the song that was on there? It was actually a good edit. I can't. Ace of Base. For me, when I see animation, you're not supposed to take it serious, right? Mm. Oh, is that how you took it? <coughs> yeah. Well, just, really? Just in general, like you don't take animation serious. What about um South Park? <laughs> you don't take it serious. It's like it's like it's like those awkward people where like the <laughs> truth comes out and they start getting kind of awkward. Yeah. So they got to make a funny joke or something. Oh yeah. You know, Break like the a, ice. Like, like a fucking Matthew Perry type thing. Break the ice. Right, but it has that. Yeah, you look at animation like it has this comedy like it's not sense so serious. to it. Yeah, it's serious, but it's not. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what what like serious animated film that I've watched. Well, I feel like all the Pixar movies well, we are cry. serious and make me cry all the time. Yeah, there hasn't been one Pixar that I haven't cried to. <clears> so. But there's there's also um, there's also um, anime. The movies that um, I think this Ghibli theater or something like that, they did. Um, my kids were so scared of this movie in the beginning, and I can't remember what it's. Oh, Spirited Away. Mm. <clears throat> Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. That's a serious. Yeah, that was a serious. And you know, I feel like anime has a little more a serious, a little more dark, more serious tone. To it them. is dark. They're all a lot of animes like that. Yeah. Well, so his movies, like I said, they had a serious tone and like my kids were so scared of it. But now yeah. they're like, oh, yeah. But it, I thought that that type of animation was on a more serious, yeah. like hardcore story based. Yeah, because it's not a Disney movie. You know, it's not. Well, all Disney like... partners with that guy. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Well, and they're coming out with a theme park from all of his movies. Really? Yeah. I'm going to get Ray spirited away. <coughs> and then yeah. Maybe he'll. Away Wait, what do you feel about anime? I don't, I don't really watch it. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't have feelings towards it because I've never, like, you took didn't. the time to actually watch it. So. I like it. I like his movies. But what I'm mm. saying, like, just in general, cartoons are supposed to, like, take that edge off. Mm. I get You're it. not so serious. Yeah. I know there's, there's content out there that is serious. Yeah. Did you watch Up? No. Ugh. Right! Okay, you have to watch Here, Up. Samantha, what are you start. doing not letting <laughs> making this guy watch Samantha, Up? Well, you have watch to watch Up. Wait, so what Pixar movies have you seen? I don't even know what movies Pixar has made. Shut up. <laughs> you haven't seen what? any of the Toy Stories. Listen, we're going to put you on a break until you watch at least two of these uh, I've, Pixar I've movies. S- I've seen them, just not in their entirety. 
Look, Jesus. I'm going to give you my favorite. Ricky's going to give you her favorite. Of the Pixar movies? Yes. Oh, my God. And then just watch those for <laughs> no, at least. Wait, I mean, which one is your favorite Pixar movie? Like, I don't know. There's all, they're all good. They're all so good. But Wally is probably my number one. I love Wally. I am both confused why you like Wally, but then also understand why you like Wally. You're so a strange good. human being. Mm, I'm here for it. He's just a, he's just Okay, so what's yours, this? Ricky? What's your yeah, what is it? what's your Pixar? I don't know. I like See, so how are you gonna No, because so they're all they're all good. But I would probably say Toy Story yeah. in their um they're I don't know, they had like three, but I remember the the last one. They're oh. all about to die, they're all oh, about to yeah. burn, and they're holding yeah. hands like this is it. We yes. I remember like are you serious yeah. right now? Like okay. this is dramatic, this is crazy, this is Ripping my heart out right now. Yeah. Yeah. I was 20. I Jesus. took my nieces to the theater to watch that. And I was there bawling my I think oh it was God, Toy Story okay. 3. Yeah. Yeah. It was the third one. I was like, this is intense. It's over. But that's because you guys grew up with it. Oh, God. I didn't really. Uh, like, I guess you're right. Yeah. No, that's not to say my mom and dad didn't like. Well, my dad could give two shits about showing me a cartoon. My dad mm. was like, man, get your ass out there and mm. go fucking do something. Mm, but maybe you have that from your dad then. I don't know. I just don't. I never. Again, I don't see anything wrong with them. I'm not shitting on cartoons or, or any type of animated movie. I just don't really watch them. I don't have anything towards them. I don't think, like, you know what I mean? They don't capture your attention. Mm-mm. I still Strange. think he should watch Up. Because I feel watch up, up is the one Pixar movie that will make anybody cry. Look, I, was a, maybe, I guess I am a senor. Yes, but you are a senor. <laughs> you're, a, you're a don. You're a don. Because, because like... Even thinking about it now, like even in high school, when they tell you to like pick a book, I remember a lot of people would pick like Narnia or they would pick like other. Narnia was a good like, movie too. Like fantasy type fucking books. Mm. I picked Bow Nose Bow. I don't know what that is, but why? Which <laughs> makes perfect. That's so a, this that's is... a autobiography. It's an autobiography of Bo Jackson. <laughs> Bo Jackson. Uh, oh, Bo Jackson. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay. I do know who that is. And that <laughs> makes sense for Ray. Like based yeah. on his personality type, like who he is, how he is now. But you, I'm not boring people. Don't. No, it's not, no, it's <laughs> no. You're, you're definitely not boring. <laughs> no, but you're not childlike. Like that's a good question very... to ask Ray. What does Ray tell his inner child? Oh, yes. What do now? Because that's one of the questions we yeah. ask all of our guests. Yeah. What would you tell your inner child today? So identify what age. Because I always think about that. What, inner what child age? is a different age for people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, well, I'm gonna let you think about it. We're gonna we're gonna do this. We're, I'm gonna record all of us, and we're gonna ask each other that question. What do you tell your inner <laughs> child? We're gonna we should do that next week. We're gonna hear, <laughs> we're gonna hear about your Thea. Our inner child, yeah. And yeah. then we're gonna talk about inner child. Look how he's answering right. the question. Do all we right. already have something for next week? I'm no, not, we don't actually. He's it's perfect. So the this question. Is, I'm not. Because you're gonna leave it for next week. You're gonna leave it for next no, week. We're gonna, pin on, we're gonna put a pin on it. I'll tell you now. I okay, don't have a okay yes. With it. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, I would, my inner child, I, what would I tell my inner child or what would my inner child tell me now? Oh, that's actually a good okay, one. Too, both. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't fucking always give me myself questions. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep um, it would probably be something that I still tell myself now. So, my inner child. Would it, would tell me, don't listen. Interesting. And I would tell my inner child they were wrong. Mm. Oh. Okay. Okay. It was like to keep that confidence in yourself <sighs> that what you knew was correct. 
Yeah. There's yeah. A, there's actually a, a going back to it, there's a story <laughs> behind that actually. I think I've I've told Ricky about it. Where it was, it was like a church thing. Ah. Uh-huh. And it was crazy. Because I was just like, whoa. I never not to say that I don't I mean I obviously yeah. I believe in God yeah. and I have my faith, but yeah. To the extent where we see like on TV and people like mock and mimic some mm, of the right. things that happen. And I was just like, this is real. Oh, this is real. Mm. Like this man really just told this man that I've never met in my life. Just told me something that I've heard my entire life. Yep. Ooh. And no one knows about it, but he me showed and him you. having that conversation. Cause even my wife looked at me at the time we were, when we were dating, she was just like, what just happened? And that's when she was just like, Oh. And and shout out to my my little sister in law. She went back because they would record their services like this. She actually went back, listened to him. Oh no shit! Prophesizing, really? Oh, like to me, yeah. And she wrote word for word what, what he told said. me. Shout out no to her for real. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and for and reals. and that's why I say. Little me would tell older me, don't listen. And I would tell little, little you. Me, they were wrong. They were wrong. Uh, I love all of that. So. Wow. I, I have more questions. <laughs> 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 but we'll save it for next week or off camera or whatever it is. That way we can Whenever. get more. Whenever. So what would you tell yours and vice versa? Uh, I would probably tell her... You don't have to, you don't have to be the same. I would tell, and that would be. From you to your inner child. To uh-huh, uh, to my 12-year-old self. Interesting. I will tell her, you don't have to be the same. You, it, you can be different. That's mm. okay. The same in comparison to what? To my friend group. Oh, okay. What about your upbringing? That's actually what I thought she was referring to. That's interesting. Mm, my up, mm, my upbringing. What do you mean? Because you you're different from the rest of your family. You, yes. Yes. Like, do you see? Because I don't mean that. That's just a general question. She knows you more than <laughs> I do. Yeah. So I'm like, so, oh, because this, this, and that. Yeah. So that's more, more so. I'm directing it more towards like, are you? Saying don't be the same as, like, the women that you grew up with, or ah. that's how I thought ah. it too. Ooh, maybe we're uncovering something here. That's what I, I thought. I think we're uncovering something. It could be that too. Don't you These don't are, have uh, to be like the women in your family, ladies and, and, and not and not in a not in a in bad a, way, but because, but because right. you you have a different type of awareness. Like I think mm-hmm. that you're the, the you evolve. Uh Mm -hmm. in a very different way that is both opening doors and emotions and feelings from the your your mom's generation down right and your younger generation i think that you're that beacon of light that's like yeah where this is how we we can do things you're the bridge right you're the bridge bridge. oh i didn't think about that. that's the first thing i thought about when you said that and it had nothing to do with that no but that is a x i'm gonna have to reflect on that you're welcome i have to reflect on that because, yes, here's an, you're absolutely right. To go with that, here's another question. Are you the only one with a son? 
in my generation, yes. Oh, Lord have mercy. So you are the bridge. <laughs> yes. Well, no, 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 no. You are. The, okay, yes. Okay, and, and I say this just, again, based off of what I've listened to in past episodes. Yeah. You're the bridge to show your son that yeah. everything that you Ooh. were told in the past about men. Yes. Oh my yes. God, yes. yes. That is spot on. That is a thousand. Pre- and you know what? And I, <laughs> and I think about that. I was like, I was meant to have a son. Of course. So even when I was pregnant and I didn't know what the gender was, I was like, I'm having a boy. I have to. Oh. It has to be a boy. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, the boy. He's the perfect little person in the world. That's the little homie. I got you. to hang out with him today, so I'm really excited. He's, and he's he's, de- he's destined for greatness. I'm, I'm going to tell you that now. Yes, he is. No, Absolutely. Yes, he is. And you know what I love about him, Ray? I swear to you, since he was a baby. Uh, well, he's, well, he's still, still a baby. baby. But like, <laughs> like a newborn baby. I would go over there and I would hang out and I would talk. And I felt like he was literally, he was not only listening, but he was invested in what I was telling yeah. him. Yeah. He intently would listen to me. He want it's well, well, the same way that we say women know, mm. so do infants. Mm. Oh, I don't, I don't think they, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't, <laughs> I don't oh, think, I don't think they, I don't think they grow <laughs> or advance in life lacking because yeah, that's who they are. I think that's what we teach them, right? Yeah. Right. We teach them that they're just children. Mm-hmm. We teach them that no one's going to listen to what you're saying. Right. Or and what you're saying doesn't jaded. count. Mm-hmm. And then they stop believing in themselves. And, and, and they start giving themselves excuses. I can't do this because I'm a kid. Yeah. Right. Okay, so that's what Big Natalie would tell Baby Natalie, right? Mm-hmm. Or 12. Okay, so what would 12-year-old or Baby Natalie tell Big Natalie? Just do it. Don't be scared. <laughs> Nike. Yeah. Like yeah, straight it. up. Just don't be scared. It's okay. The push. I Throw you yeah. in the push. pool. The push. Yeah, bye. The she wouldn't push, push me. Stop waiting. Just go. Yeah. That's what I she like would tell that. me. I like Just that. go. Go yeah. be happy. Go do what you do. What would they tell you? Both my younger self would tell my, like, my younger to older self and my older self to my younger self would tell each other the same thing. Ah, and that is? You are enough. Ooh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You're good. You're like enough. That. You're you're perfect as you are. Mm. I would. You would. Go they back. would both tell each other that. Oh, I see them hugging each other. Mm. Our inner child are all <laughs> hugging right now. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably the same height. <laughs> <laughs> they probably are. Oh, We're trying to convince oh. Ray to watch a cartoon. <laughs> yes. <Come> on, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> little little Ray's like me. I uh, I got a documentary to watch. Yeah. Leave me alone. <laughs> but it's true. But it's true. So, yeah. would, so, so would, I wonder what he would tell himself. He who? Brian McKinnon. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still a doctor. <laughs> you I can do it. Yeah. Maybe he, his thought process is like yours, Ricky. Mm. I think so. I could see that. I could see that. It's like, you're enough. You're going to, you're going to be a doctor. It's yeah. cool. And even if you're not a doctor, it's still cool. You know what? That's what I think is stupid. Not stupid, but it's like, damn, dude, you you didn't even see how you actually impacted people's lives. Because yeah. <clears throat> it wasn't just the one guy that was getting bullied that he helped. Mm-hmm. But it remember, was it was everybody. And there was mm-hmm. this one guy who was like, he introduced me to all of this music mm-hmm. and I changed my style. Oh, the other Brian. The, the re- yeah, the, the real Brian. But yeah, <laughs> that Brian. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, 
do you realize how the impact that you and made you know on what people? if i ever met him that's what i would tell him i would say like did you watch this and whoever did the movie i'm sorry the person who did the movie was a student at the time with oh him. did that's you guys right. catch that yeah he was yeah, he, the, the, he had like light colored eyes kind of dark like muscular beard, mustache yeah. but he the the fighter no 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 no, no not no. the fighter but i think he may have spoken with the fighter you'll see him at the very end so a person that's that's what i was surprised by that you know when they start showing what everybody is doing for oh, a living yeah and the polaroids and all that and then they show the guy with the camera so he oh yes he went to school with him at the, at that time so i thought it was interesting cuz it was it's kind of a love letter mm. it's a love letter oh, because yeah, it expresses that. that these people who were lied to yeah the way that he presented it was you lied to us but look how you affected our lives yeah cuz none the of them had anything did. bad to say about them no or anything like that right not one so, bad thing one of the ironic parts about it that i is that rain? Jesus yeah, Christ, it's raining, it's, hard. It's raining hard right up. now. It never rains in Southern <laughs> <Ca> Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I think one of the ironic parts about that documentary was at the beginning when the school um, tells them kind of like the their, the values, right, of, and how they need to be mature. Oh, and, yes. And they broke all that down, right? Mm. And then you get to the end where they ask the, the same question that Natalie had asked, like, um, what was it, the... Um, Yes, would you, would you, knowing, like, all this information now, oh, would the you, doctor. yeah, would you, oh, would yeah. you allow him to perform any type of medical practice on you? And ironically, you could tell which ones he actually impacted because there mm -hmm. were a few that were as mature as that school's, like, values were. They, their responses were very immature. Yeah. And it was just like. You're an adult now, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. why? Why are you? Why are you taking this approach immaturely? Like, yeah. like that doesn't make any, any sense. But it was like, like that the gentleman that you had said, like, is he? Isn't? Is he not human? Like, mm -hmm. is he not? What is a person? He says, "What is a person?" He experienced that person, that version yeah. of him at the time. Because I, I wouldn't. It's like if we went back to high school right now. If we as we are with all of our lessons learned, with all of our experiences, and we went back to be to being a high school student, we would treat people differently. Yeah. We would have different interactions. Mm -hmm. We would we deliver ourselves completely differently mm -hmm. because that's just the evolution of being a person. You ch you change, so it was still him. Yeah, it was still very much him. He so just I had to, he just had to have a different shell to present it. And 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 he did because was was he not? He was the polar opposite when he was actually in, in, in the in school, high school, right? Like right. he was the shy kid. Yeah, nobody talked to him. Because I think the part where they were, where they went back to him being in high school when he was actually sixteen, oh, right? And he talked about how like there was like those group of dudes that would oh right like, bully right, and they tied it to homeboy that was getting punched by that big kid and everybody's just like standing around some were watching some weren't even paying attention to it yeah. they just kind of went Brushed through the off. motions of everything mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well i don't know i guess i hope that <laughs> what do you person. hope you He's hope still a person you hope nothing you you just you take the love story for what it is and it yeah. was a love story and i'm saying that confidently now 
Like, cool, he lied. Cool. Da, 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 da. That's why you can't get mad when people make mistakes or you can't get mad if people lie to you. If at the end of the day, it's like that quote that, um, oh my gosh, uh, Maya Angelou says, you, you may not remember what people say, or, but you can remember how people made you feel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? So despite who this person was, what he did, whatever, all those people remembered what they how how, how they he felt. made them feel yeah. you know what they, you're, you're saying that and they how was it his um the acting instructor or teacher that said the same thing at the end of the show where it's just mm. like he pulled him aside and was like hey as great as this school is academically for what the accomplishments were and that they've had they're not going to talk about that. They're going to talk about this play. Right. Oh, oh yes. That's right. Yes. The dean of the school or something like yeah. that. Yes. Right? Or the principal. 100%. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, so we have to think, tw I think we have to think twice when people hurt us yeah. or when people deceive us mm. because it's like, what was your real intention? What was really, how did they actually make you feel, which ties into reality? What is reality? What's real? Well, so then it, it goes back to what you're saying, like, or what you have said before. I can't, be upset with you because I'm not understanding your reality and you approaching me this way is because you don't understand my reality. Right. Yeah. Cause I, I guess that's what we do, right? We all end up. That's where the disconnect we, is. We compare, we get upset and we compare ourselves to other people. And when they don't do or see things the way we do, it frustrates us. Right. Mm -hmm. And you know what? But we do have to give humanity some credit, right? Because it is so difficult to communicate. It is very difficult to understand one another. Yeah. The fact that we have not obliterated all of ourselves by now, it yeah. does say volumes. We yeah. do have, there is patience in humanity. There is hope in humanity. Well, yeah. because I, I think it's because once it gets to a certain point where we have actually like destroyed ourselves. Yeah we realize how like precious mm. like the moment was mm. it, it, even in its chaos we mm. realize like fuck yeah we lived it some good moments yeah it didn't have to be this way right like you like look at you look at um like we go back to the whole george floyd thing right despite what anyone's fucking opinion is on it and, and despite what the media puts out versus the facts at the end of the day, only one in or two people know the truth, and that's George Floyd and whoever he believes in, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But we allowed that mess to happen so much, and we cried after it. Mm. And you wonder, why are we crying after it? Are we crying because of, of the fact that we allowed it? Mm -hmm. Or are we crying because... At the end of the day, like, we know it was wrong, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. No matter Damn, that it, was deep. if he did commit a crime, if he did do whatever they said he did, yeah. how they went about it was wrong. Yeah. So yeah. we do allow, we do let it get destructive at some points. Yeah. And then we, that's when we mm, realize, like, you end up realizing when it's too late. Yeah. Mic drop. <laughs> I'm like okay there. Good. yeah good way to close the, the end show. yeah that was it <laughs> damn that was good I have a lot to say with that I'm but I well you we got a lot time. of episodes we got time a lot yeah I still want to know your Tia story 
I still want. That's, I, I that's her reality. I still that's want Ray to watch it. Up, and then I want his full yeah. review on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're going to do it. All right. I'll watch Up. Mm-hmm. And you guys got to watch something that I watch. Okay. No problem. No problem. I'm ready. We're discussing <laughs> Up next week. But <laughs> no I but where. I know we both of you guys would enjoy watching like documentaries. You're so not wrong about that. It's definitely... Not, you know what? I'm going to have to take you guys somewhere. That's what we're going to have to fucking do. I'm down. Where you cannot escape. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> like where? <laughs> where though? What do you mean? Have you seen a fight in real life? Oh, uh, oh. No. Mm. So. Like you've never seen any type of combat sports? Like UFC? Just boxing, boxing? UFC. Oh yeah, yeah. In person? Yeah, because we have? have to go to the UFC gym, so they would give us tickets to go to fights. What? Yeah. No way. I and I can't take you. I I've, never, I've, never been, <laughs> I've never been to a fight. Yeah, it's very intense. It's very beautiful. Okay. Okay. Beautiful. Yeah. It I, is. I'll explore the beautiful part. Yeah. Okay, it is. Let's do it. No, so no, you are going because now you're gonna have to see the beauty in it the same yeah, way you yeah. expect me to yeah. understand the cartoon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm done. All right. Well, hey, I want to give a quick shout out to my tío Jaime who gave us this yes. beautiful. Oh my painting. god! Yes. Um, I it blew my mind. It was more than I was expecting. I I'm gonna show a a comparison of what I had drawn out for him like hey this is kind of what i'm looking at and what it turned out to be i'll put it on our instagram for on this frequency um because it's beautiful there's it's so dope. much going on with it there is there there's is. so many layers to this but it is beautiful yeah i'm excited that we have this piece here so that's that um so thank you to my tío jaime for that and thank you all for tuning in today uh, to our Twitch and for sharing our podcast with your friends, with your family. You guys are amazing. I've been seeing a lot of new followers on our um, Instagram page. So thank you and welcome everyone. Um, Today's episode was produced live by Raymond Andrew at Rose City Mm -hmm. Sound uh, with your host, myself. I'm Natalie and I'm Ricky. Yes. For inquiries, topics, suggestions, and sponsorships, please email us at onthisfrequency at gmail.com. On This Frequency is available where all podcasts can be streamed. Watch a live stream recording every Friday at 6 p.m. PST on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash on this frequency. Watch us on YouTube and be sure to hit the subscribe button uh, to be notified whenever we upload new episodes. And you can always support the On This Frequency team by buying us some coffee or tea or pizza. I don't know, but we're hungry. Burritos. (laughs) So that would be at buymeacoffee.com forward slash on this frequency. And you can also keep in touch with us on Instagram and on Twitter. Our handle is simply on this frequency. Good night, y'all. Increase the peace. Venganse, venganse, venganse. Vamos a jugar hoy, hoy, hoy. Vamos a cantar hoy, hoy, hoy. Vamos a llorar hoy, hoy, hoy. Vamos a fumar hoy. Vamos a jugar hoy, hoy, hoy. Vamos a cantar hoy, hoy, hoy. Vamos a fumar hoy, hoy, hoy. Vamos a tomar hoy.